Blog Talk Radio. All right, sorry about that, folks, but I think we're getting a little static here in the line, but welcome to Shooting for a Better Future Radio. This is your host, Doreen Finkel and Cisco Acosta, and we have a great show for you lined up tonight. Um, we're going to be talking about the coastal elites, who they are, um, and how they control your life and what they do, and um, Cisco is also going to talk about um, the the um, prison system and bring you up to date on all the corruption to that. Hi, Cisco. Welcome to the show. Welcome. I'm I'm so happy we're back as a team again. We are. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, um, good, to, good to hear your voice uh-huh. again. And uh, I, I, I'm just going to briefly touch on the prison thing because I want our guest who's coming on in the next couple of weeks for her to really She's the expert on this, so I will touch on it, but she'll be the one that will reveal quite a bit that most people are totally oblivious to it. So, but anyway, I think I love the title of, of the show uh, for this week because there's so much to because talk about in right. regards to the, oh, perfect, perfect. But go go ahead, uh, uh, unless you want me to you want me to go and, and do a little quick uh, summary. Uh, we can do a little quick summary on the tobacco that happened in Iowa with the Democrats. How they could Ab- not absolutely. run a caucus. And I will tell you, they're the ones who I call the coastal elites. <laughs> yes. But go ahead. Well, go ahead. you know, the, the interesting. The interesting part, uh, the state of Iowa is the first primary for both Republicans and Democrats. It's so easy. I was in Iowa uh, a couple of years ago for Ted Cruz, and it's pretty, pretty simple how to run a caucus. And these individuals from the Democratic Party could not get it right. As a matter of fact, up to this moment, still, we don't know who won the caucus on Tuesday, and the right. whole background on the app that was created, supposedly, you know, it had never been tested online. How do you go, I mean, I'm in technology, how do you not test the software or the program before you're going to run a major production, which is the caucus? <laughs> I mean, that that shows you what well, the Democratic it's all about. They don't really know what they're doing. No, they think they know what they're doing, but they don't. Right. <laughs> in, in the end, that, and and they will say that they know what they're doing, and they often look down upon Republican voters um, because yes. they think that yes. they're better than us. Yes, correct. And that's that is that is will always be part of their problem is that they think that they're better than us. And so, you know, when something like this happens, they don't know what to do. And I'll be honest with you, it's, it's embarrassing for them. And to, to see that go on is, is surreal. And if they don't know what they're doing in the, in the Iowa caucus, then you have to say they don't know what they're doing in the impeachment, that they should not have impeached Trump. But they don't know what they're exactly. doing with the Constitution. Exactly. So, yes. um, and, and, and you know, we broadcast from from um, you know New Jersey here, which is right outside of Manhattan, and and I call it the coastal elites over here. You have them here in, in <laughs> California, but anything east yeah. of Parsippany is, is the coastal elites, and they they talk down to you when, especially when you yeah. point them out on what they're doing wrong. They they think Correct. that. Um, 
you know, that their that their stuff is better, and they close their mind off to anything other than than what they're doing. Um, you know, like let's take school choice for example. Okay, mm-hmm. most of the liberals don't want to promote that. Okay, and and even if they live in upper class neighborhoods, like for example Montclair, um, they'll they'll say, mm-hmm. okay, you know, we can have different groups come in here, but we're going to pay a lot of money and send our kids to private school. So, you know, that's what they go ahead and do. So when you talk about stuff like this, um, it's, it's just, it's all on, on how they talk down to you. Even like 2016, Hillary Clinton, she called Trump supporters a basket of deplorables. (laughs) I don't know if, if you if you remember that, okay, yeah, I do. Uh, I you know, do remember that. Okay, because she thinks that that they're not um, educated enough, or that they're not um, smart enough, and, and according to her opinion, um, they would vote for her if they were smart enough. Yes, I I I, I totally agree that that. People like the Hillary's of the world and the John Kerry's of the world and the Adam Schiff of the world, they they believe that they're so superior to everyone else. And, you know, one thing is to be arrogant, but when you combine arrogance with being stupid, that makes it a very dangerous person. Yeah. It it does. Because It, 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 it does. And and yeah, especially I mean, what she did, she actually insulted the whole uh, whole group of people when she did that. Yeah. Y- you know. Well, um, as you've seen, as as you've seen, they they failed with the Russian collusion scam. They have failed with impeaching uh, and kicking and getting rid of President Trump. They have basically right totally made themselves the laughing stock of po- world politics with the, the Iowa caucus. So you're talking about a, 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 a party that is totally, totally has become the laughing stock of political circles. And now the best is yet to come because I know for a fact <laughs> President Trump has been keeping quiet, but I know he's going to release, you know, he's going to go on the attack mode now. And I wouldn't want to be Adam right. Schiff. I wouldn't want to be Nancy P. Brain Pelosi. And I would not want to be Gerald Nettler. Because those three are going to be the first right. three that are going to get slammed. Right. Yeah. Even... Um, you know, when you talk about that stuff, like I'm over here, I have to, I live amongst these people. And, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and right now, uh, I, I mean, I, I, I don't care. Like I, I run a nonprofit. Okay. Yeah. You know, so I know who I am. Okay. You can't, you can't knock me. Okay. But I see how they try to exclude me. Okay, and mm-hmm. and I see the things that they do. It doesn't bother me because I'm self-sufficient. But exactly the point exactly. is, right? The point is they think they're better than me, but in reality they're not. Because no, they're not. What they they're not. try to they're say not. and preach, somebody like me actually goes out and does and gets accomplishments for it. So, right. and that's why I see the same thing in President Trump. You know, he um, even with the African American community, look at the strides that he has made there. You know, the the jobs have gone up. You know, it, it, it's it's the whole thing there. Well, you know, so, the, the, the most shameful, most shameful part of that impeachment. I mean, excuse me, the State of the Union was. Every accomplishment, every guest that President Trump had, and these bimbos 
just sat there and did not applaud. The first thing that popped up in my mind is they hate success. They hate for, for the American people to be doing well because the Democratic Party has always been known since ever since I've been watching them that they need to have people feeling miserable and feeling hurtful and feeling bad because that way they can attract them so they can vote for them. If they're doing well, the Democratic Party is not needed. They're they're of no need to them. So, uh, you know, but sitting there, not clapping, especially one of the parts that really struck me is the little young black little girl who got a scholarship, you know, for yes. school choice in, yep. in Philadelphia, and none of these bimbos and 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 and, and, and shitheads. I'm, I'm sorry, but it really upset me watching that. None of them applauded. Why? Because it was President Trump and the Republicans who are giving her a scholarship. Right. Where are the where right. are the Democrats that are for? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That it's it's almost like they um, they don't want anything to do with it, or or they even fear something like that, you know? Oh, of course they do. Um, they I, do I noticed, right? I I noticed um, they exclude conservative women from their circles. That's another thing. Yes. And yes. You, you know, especially ones that have made made great strides, and. Um, yes. You know, and and to them, that's just not in their political game. You know, yeah, it's, it's yeah. like I mean, whatever it's, their it's, narrative is. They show their true colors. Um, on, on on Tuesday's State of the Union, when President <clears throat> Trump went over mm-hmm. each of the accomplishments, not just for him, but for the American people, and he presented his guest. I mean, the other striking... Uh, uh, and um, the other striking moment was when they had the young man from Cincinnati, Ohio, who was a veteran, who who was homeless, and now he he has his his life together. And he brought him as a guest. They didn't clap for him either, and he was African American. So mm-hmm. they should be happy. But they're not happy because they're miserable people. Right. They're miserable people. And to me, they're un-American. Yeah. When they do stuff that's like that. that. That's not, yeah. not showing their their respect for the country. Um, and, and, I, and I said, like, if you're a conservative African-American woman or African-American in general, you're also going to be demonized. It's groups like, yeah. like that. That they don't want to, they don't want them to come up and, and see that. No, they um, don't. They they, they they don't want to, they don't want to see success. I mean, success to them is basically a bad thing. Right. That's a bad. You know, so, it's, it's bad, and, and they need is, to. Yes, yeah, this is what we're fighting. And, yeah, and and this goes and this goes perfectly with this whole segment of this show today, which is coastal elites. These individuals, they, they, they consider themselves elites, and they consider everyone else, you know, trash. That, that's right. <laughs> and, and when I say the coastal, uh, I refer to New York, New Jersey, along the eastern coast and the western coast. <laughs> it's, but, <laughs> but in the middle, it's different. <laughs> Talking of the coastal elites, um, did you see the segment uh, that Don Lemon did? Yes. And he had made a yes. joke about the, the – he's another coastal – he made a joke about the Trump supporters, um, yes. and, which he was uh, inherently laughing on. Yes, um, and, and that, that will not be forgotten. And, and you know what? Um, they pay the price because 
during the State of the Union, normally uh, the president would, would go ahead and uh, invite these anchor from all the different media outlets, and CNN was not invited. So that was payback. Oh, okay. Well, good, good for oh, that. You, 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 didn't, you were not aware of that, huh? No, I did not get to know CNN did not get payback, but that's good. That's good. Yeah, yeah it's, it's 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 definitely it's, it's definitely um, something that that the president he's with the American people and and he knows that the coastal elites, like I said again, and kudos to you, perfect title. Um, it was like. This is going. This is this is. Uh, I'm doing this for the American people. They're not getting invited. So. Wow. Um, one of one of the things that I want to touch in regards to the coastal elite, uh, the past, I think it's it's now going on a year, a year and a half. We had this inc- incident of college admission fraud by the coast by the West Coast uh, yes. elite. Who basically said, "We don't have to. Uh, uh, we don't have to go through the process that you and I and our kids went through. We do, that we don't. We give money, and even though our kids are not really doing well, we can still get them into the elite, top elite schools in, in the in the nation because we are special and we're the elite, uh, and we'll pay the money to these uh, agencies that can get them in." Well, that backfired because there, there was a whistleblower who came out and revealed what this whole had transpired, the whole situation of getting into these schools by paying, by buying a college admission fee, and, and, and they would hire these college consultants. And the amount of money that was paid to internal admission officers in, in these colleges was incredibly high. I mean, I think we're talking about in the millions. Wow. But again, it goes to show again what the coastal elite, that's how they operate. And then they're the ones, they're the ones who are basically crying, well, we need to take care of the poor. We need to take care of the homeless. But then they're cheating in order to get their kids in, into the best, best schools in, in the country. Yes. I, yep. Yeah. So I wanted I wanted to pass that by you because I think that that that's the that's that's perfectly a perfect segment for this particular show. Yep. And they they uh, talk down about the Trump supporters as well. Yes. Um, yes, they you, do. You know, they think that they're just because they like the Bible and their guns and all that, that they really don't have any brains. Yeah. And, um, I mean, you you know, so, but in 2016, the Trump supporters showed them that, you know, you can't. And we're going to, and we're, and we're going to show them again in 2020. Yeah. Um, we're going to show them in yeah, we're going to show them again in um, I'll, I'll it, tell you, just, another, another, yeah, go ahead. It, what it is, is comes down to the, their whole mentality. Um, you, you know, that that's just how they think and how, how um, they want to exclude those who don't think like them. You know, and and um, if you don't think like them, you're going to be called a racist, and whatever, you're going to be an outcast. So, I'm going to give you I'm going to give you more examples of coastal elites and their hypocrisy. We have the okay. current, one of the candidates for the Democratic Party, Mr. Michael Bloomberg, who is the leading force. <laughs> in the anti-gun uh, lobby throughout the country. I mean, he's given money left and right to the Virginia Democrats 
who who were, who were trying to pass a, a very strict anti-gun bill in Virginia. Luckily, God bless the senators, they, they did not pass it. But, but, this is a this is an individual that criticized the 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 individual that killed an intruder who was about to shoot a whole group of people in a church about a month and a half ago here in, Te- in I mean in Texas, and because he was a he was he had a permit to carry a carry on per- permit license. He was able to shoot the shooter. Well, what did Michael Bloomberg, the elite of from the East Coast, he said that he did wrong. He should not have had. He should not have had a gun. That should be done by the police. The police should have been, you know, the ones that should have been able to eliminate. But Mr. Michael Bloomberg has all these bodyguards, and guess what? They all carry guns. That's another another That's right. example. Of of coastal elites. What's good for me uh-huh. is not really good for you. Right. When you could say the same thing about Al Gore. Yes. Who, um, preached that, that we should we should um, find alternative means of for, for energy, and yet he flew on, on airplanes, heavy airplanes, wasting gas and all that. Uh, yes. But uh, I I. I I did pull up an article here on a, on a coastal elite um, confessions of a coastal elite introduction. I actually got this off the, the Huffington Post. Um, oh, another another right. Another another coastal elite. Um, but yeah. this was about a um, a woman who actually. Um, she was raised in the suburbs of Philadelphia, okay, not in Philadelphia itself, when her family had a lot of money and she spent um, the hot summer months um, catching frogs by the, the stream and, and going by her local pool. And she also vacationed in Europe, um, uh-huh. you, you know, and um, she, she goes on to say that um, – and she says here, my whole life I had people around me who were undeniably richer, smarter, or well-connected than I was. So it became easy to label me and them, even though she had money, as Elites while placing um, others in a non-Elite category. But then, uh, then she went to college, and she changed her perspective because she became more aware of the privileges that she had carried through her life. Um, and then she goes on to say, however, it was not until la- the past November um, that when she called the election of Donald Trump the, um, sh- a shattering, it was shattering to her, she realized that her true status in modern America, that she was a coastal elite. And, right, um, right she, she realized it, and she... What happened to this woman is that she eventually gone to travel um, outside of, um, you know, Pennsylvania, the, the richer suburbs out there, and she got to travel to Middle America, and she saw how they lived, and then she changed her opinions. Right. Very interesting articles on the Huffington Post. Um, well, you know, I'm, so, I'm not a I'm not a fan of, I'm not a fan of the Huffington Post, and I'm not a fan of any of these uh, liberal media outlets. But I have to tell you that the more I started researching for this show in regards to mm-hmm. the no the number of scenarios, like the ones that I just mentioned, the L.A. elite. Mm-hmm. The Mike Bloomberg mm-hmm. of the world, the Bernie Sanders. Mm-hmm. You know, Bernie. Bernie talks really well. I mean, he's really good. You know, he says, you know, we got to give health care for everyone. We got to do this. We got to do that. Well, you know, he lives. He's a. He's he's one of. He's a. He's a one percent. You know, he's a. He's a multimillionaire. Yeah. 
And, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Yep. But when you start talking about it and about, you know, giving up your money and, you know, uh, taxing more, taxing the wealth, the wealthy, wealthy. Uh, and I don't see him giving out his money, you know. So there right. goes, again, the mentality, you know, the hypocrisy. Yes, I'm for the poor people, the middle class, but, you know, let's tax I others, don't see, not right. us. That's right. They're very good at spreading the wealth of other people, but, but their own, they won't do it. Same thing with Nancy exactly. Pelosi. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So the question is, what, what do we do about it? Well, okay, there's a number of things you can do about it. Number one is um, vote good people in there that think like you. Number two, mm-hmm. um, you know, just recognize the fact that it, it exists, okay? And, um, you know, you, you'll know when you come upon a coastal Elite person because they'll be condescending to, to you. Um, and then, you know, when that happens, you know, do, do what I do. Okay, I, I call them out on it, and you, you know they'll back off a little bit. Or, good, or they good for you. Me. Good. Yeah. That's that's the good purpose of this the, the radio show here because I am surrounded by the coastal elites and they know about this radio show, and when they see me in public, if they, they avoid me or you know or. They don't say anything, or you know, um, or that's it. They they respect me, and that that's what right. you have to do. You have to call these people out on it, on their behavior, and show them that it's not that it's not right. Um, yeah. You know, and and Cisco, it's not too far from California over there. I'm sure the people from California like to come into Texas um, because they're selling their land over there because the taxes are a little bit high, right? Well, yes. Well, it's not just it's not just Texas anymore. Now, I I'm I'm I have contacts in different parts of, of, of the of the country and, and people in Idaho are telling me, "Listen, these people from California are just basically creating chaos in Idaho." The prices have shut up. I mean, the the real estate prices have gone through the roof, while the average individual in Idaho is still making seven dollars an hour. Okay, so they sell and they come here, and and this is the feedback that that we're getting from individuals in Montana, in Idaho, and Wyoming. They they have left the shithole. Excuse my language. The shithole in California. And they they're bringing all of that to the to the to the new state that they're moving to because they want to basically convert. Uh-huh. And you know, people may say, "Well, conspiracy, conspiracy." Well, you know, I think in a way they're doing that on purpose. They want to mm-hmm. ruin and destroy the rest of America, just like they've done for fifty years. The Democrats have been the ultimate culprits of having an urban urban areas in, in the United States be ghettos. There were right. ghettos fifty years ago, right. there's still ghettos. Right. When they move out of so, states like that and they move into other states, they need to change their politics. And and that right. really ha- has to be because you're actually invading another territory. That's how how I see it. And yeah. it's well, not it, as though it, it, somebody. Yeah, yeah, it's it, it's, it's, de- it's definitely um. Uh, hello. Right. Yeah. You're when you same things here. People move out of uh, New York and New Jersey, and they move down to Florida, but they don't change their politics, or they move to North Carolina, and the same thing, and. So we need to call them out on it and tell them that you are invading another state. That's what it is. Yes. You're invading yes. another state. 
and, yeah, you, and, and you are not native to that state, mm-hmm. so you need to change your way. Um, and and yeah. he's right. Mm-hmm. Cisco's right about that because um, when when I went to Montana last summer, um, we had met people up there who were camping with us, and they had said the same thing. Many people were moving to Montana and from California, and they weren't changing their way, and um, they were expecting services and this and that. And, you know, when you, when you want services, you have to pay for them, and then eventually your taxes go up. The original the people who were already living in Montana were used to living their own way. You know, they, they didn't have this much, but they didn't have high taxes. So, you, you know, so, so that's what happens. And, you know, and in New Jersey, we have a lot of um, services over here, but our taxes are very high. We're one of the highest ones in the nation. So th- that's the thing. Well, you, you can do, you mm-hmm. can move, but you got to change your politics. If you don't change your politics, then you need to get out of there. Plain right. English, you need to move out of that state yeah, and yeah. move into a state where, where, where it fits you. Yeah. Well, go ahead. That's one of. That's one. Of, hello. Go ahead. Hello? Yeah, so one of, one, one of the things that I think I, I think one of the things we, we can do also besides uh, electing good people, good-hearted people, good-natured people, is educating like we're doing right now. We're, we're basically mm-hmm. exposing them, exposing them for who they are. I mean, again, Nancy mm-hmm. Pelosi, I call her Nancy P. Brain Pelosi, said mm-hmm. we should bring – all these illegals from everywhere in the country, everywhere in the world, they're good for America. Okay. But when these illegals were basically stationing, stationing themselves around near her home, guess what Nancy P. Brink Pelosi did? She called the cops to get, get them out of, out of her near where she lives because they were basically stationing right, themselves she did, near her she's mansion. A she's a big, she's a big exactly. hypocrite. Yeah. Okay. That, that's exactly what, what she is. It's the same thing over here um, in New Jersey, in District 11, we have Mikey Sherrill in um, who actually ran as a moderate Democrat, which I'm not so sure there's any of those around anymore, but he, she said that she was a moderate Democrat, and she and she um, she actually told people that she was going to work with Trump, and then she got in, and um, she went ahead and she impeached him on December the 18th. So now we're, we're working very hard because she lied to the voters over here, um, right? We had to get her out because of the simple fact that she lied, you know. It's like it's like she couldn't tell the truth, okay? So um, it's like it, that's that's how this party is. From the '60s, the Democratic Party has gone downhill. The 1968 convention, that's when it pretty much started. When you had the protests outside the convention there, and you had Hubert Humphrey um, running, and um, the, the, right. all the action was on the outside of the convention there. Then somehow those people who were on the outside began running their their um, constituents for office in the Democratic Party, and now we are some fifty, sixty years later. They've pretty much taken over the Democratic Party. It's all pretty much socialist or communist. Yes. And the country <laughs> has a choice. Go ahead. Well, the 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 whole the whole. Party. I mean, my my parents were Democrats. Um, you know, I, I I grew up thinking Republicans are evil, Libertarians are evil. Every other party is evil, except the Democratic Party, because the Democratic Party stands for the poor, the unjust. 
and the middle class. Mm-hmm. And and, and mm-hmm. that was, that's been far from the truth because I have learned the Democratic Party is not really their focus is not on the American people. Their focus is on the Democratic Party is on basically scheming and getting as much taxpayer money for their own benefit. And I'll give you an example. One of the things that President Trump has mm-hmm. done lately is he's basically gone after this whole situation with foreign aid. Well, the Democrats are mm-hmm. really good at that. They basically say to a country, we're going to give you so much money, but we got to get a kickback. We got a kickback. Or our kids, you know, our children, you got to give them a job. Look at what happened with Joe Biden. Hey, his son, Hunter, got put on the board of an auto company, and he doesn't have any idea. He didn't have any clue, never experienced. But Joe Biden was the vice president of the United States with access to Barack Obama. So they basically, they actually bribe mm-hmm. these individuals with foreign aid. Right. What happens? Right. President Trump comes in. He stops basically t- uh, curtailing a lot of this foreign aid. That's, that's the reason they hate him. He has come in and he has taken away a lot of the money that, he, that these Democrats were making off the table, under the table, excuse me. So right. exposing corruption, exposing corruption. So people say, oh, my God, he's the most hated president ever. If they hate him, it's for a reason, because he is touching the golden goose that they've been having for so many years. And doing his job. Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Yep. So I, yeah, anyhow, you know, and I love that. I love it. Um, I do want to talk about the prison reform, okay? I do want to get into a little bit of the prison uh, reform. Um, yes, let's talk about it. Yeah, and the corruption that you picked up in um, Pennsylvania, right? Is it Pennsylvania State? That's going to be that's going to be that's going to be a very 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 powerful power, powerful show, and uh, I'll just briefly touch on a couple things here and there because I want our guests to be fully the be the one because she knows totally the prison system really well. Um, so one of the things that, that has been happening in the last, I would say, five to ten years is there's been a lot of of these gangs that are going into the prison system and basically managing and controlling the prison systems. And a lot of the Democrats politicians on a, on a local level are basically working with these gangs and there's documentation that that's the case especially in places like Pennsylvania but let's not even touch Pennsylvania let's touch New York the state of New York it's been documented that a lot of the prisoners in, 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 in Rikers Island control the whole prison system there and New Jersey, wow. you know, the drug business, the drug business, you know, it's control, uh, you know, the, the, the total, total control has been taken over by these gangs that basically work with bringing in drugs into the prison system. So that's just a little brief touch of what she will be talking about. Uh, when she comes on, uh, hopefully late, okay. later this month. But in regards to the bail, like the, awesome the prison show. reform. Huh? That sounds like an awesome show. Yeah, it's gonna it, it, it's oh. gonna be a powerful, very powerful, revealing show, and it's going to open a lot of a lot of people who are clueless about what's going on. They'll be educated on what's actually happening today, and and that's going to be 
on this show coming up uh, in, in the next couple of weeks. But I, I wanted to touch on the prison reform, the one, uh, the, the pr- President Trump's prison reform, and also the New York bail reform. You know, the prison reform that that had, that was approved by the, the legislators in in the state of New York. Number one, the prison reform that President Trump uh, implemented or passed, and it was um, basically allows has allowed a lot of individuals who were basically not they were prosecuted incorrectly they have been given another opportunity under this watch Barack Obama was in in, in, in uh, he was the president for eight years and he was the first African American president and he never never it never came to his uh, his uh, his way of looking at things to help a lot of his fellow brothers and sisters. President Trump comes in and he's he's accomplished that. The majority of the prisoners now, even though the African uh, American community is not in, in percentage, is not as many as the Caucasian population, right. they're the right. highest rated uh, uh, numbers in prison. And President Trump accomplished right. that. What did the Democrats do in, in Congress? They started saying that he was doing that for political reasons. That he was basically... Yeah, but what did uh, Democrats trying to do? They do for political reasons. <laughs> exactly. Right. So the president, the, uh, president Trump's uh, prison reform should be applauded, uh, should be uh, praise in, in, in so many ways. And I think at this point uh, in time, he hasn't been given the credit that he should receive. Uh, and then the New York reform, bail reform, has backfired. There's more individuals that are committing crimes since the new prison reform, bail reform, happened at the beginning of 2020, crime has spiked up 16 to 20% in New York City. So if you get arrested on a DUI, and it has happened already, you can basically be bailed out the next day. Yeah. So that's the New York version of bail reform that is creating, as a matter of fact, there's judges that are coming out in protest because they're, they're allowing criminals, I mean, convicted criminals, convicted rapists, child abusers, pedophiles, to be back on the street after committing horrific crimes. And it's backfiring on, 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 on the New York, yeah. New York State politicians. Yeah. If you um, have you heard of uh, Dinesh D'Souza? Yeah, um, Dinesh. Okay, he wrote. You know, he wrote a, a number of films. Okay, um, but in one of his films, Hillary's America: The Secret History of the Democratic Party. Yes. Um, he actually describes just what you're saying about how the Democrats go in and and. Um, and use people of the prison system. It's a, it's yes. a very well-made film, um, and he documented that. And by the way, he spent time in jail. I don't remember his charge, but um, but he actually yeah. uh, Dinesh when he when Dinesh spent time in, in jail um, because. Um, because one time he pleaded guilty in a federal court to one felony charge of using a straw donor to make an illegal cam- campaign contribution um, to, a 19, to a 2012 United States Senate campaign. So he was sentenced, sentenced to eight months in a halfway house near his house in San, Di- in San Diego. Um, but yep. anyhow, while he was there, he actually wrote uh, a few more of his films, and that's how he learned how the Democratic Party is involved with the with prison system like this. 
and how they oh, go yeah. ahead and and um, get these people going. Very, just very interesting. Um, so if you you have time to go see it, I believe it's called Hillary's America: The Secret History of the Democratic Party. Because um, he did a number of films. Yeah, um, and he had one after that, Death of a Nation. Can we save America the second time? Right. So, um, you, you'll see the the whole thing. Just just what you said on, on that, and and it's unbelievable. Well, Most Americans yeah, don't no, know it, this. It, 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 it definitely is unbelievable. But the getting back to President Trump's, uh, it's called the First Step Act. And it reduces federal prison population. It's the first criminal justice reform bill to pass in, in Congress in a generation. The law basically reduces the state of prison uh, for about 2,500 people who were serving uh, long sentences for crack cocaine offenses. And most of them are African Americans. It also has let more than 3,000 people go home early because of good behavior. So. Where 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 are where's the media on this? Because where are the politicians, especially the African American politicians? They should be praising uh, Donald Trump for this. Uh, no, but since it was not the Democratic, I mean they're like little little kids, little they ch- a tantrum. They have a tantrum because they're not the ones who are getting the credit. They're not the ones who who, who basically took the steps to do something, and. Again, that's going to backfire that's on them because a lot of people, independents, are looking at this and saying, you know what, I may not like Donald Trump, but I'll tell you something. He's more of an adult than, than, than the party, the Democratic Party, because they haven't done n- nada, crap, in three years and a half. You know, they focus on impeachment from day one, and that's been it. That's right. It's been, it's been. So, uh, it, it's, what it's it is, right, right. It's a, it's a coup. I've always called this a coup, oh, yeah. a coup d'état. It's a coup. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That they have no intention of of working with this president and getting things done. Not none whatsoever. All they want is power, because it's a coup. The Democratic Party is not even Democrats anymore. They're communists or socialists. Some people call them socialists, but socialism is, is a gateway to communism. So Exactly. Um, that, just that's ask the people of Venezuela. Game. Just ask the people of Venezuela, and they'll tell you. Yep. They, they just want total control, and that's it. Take over your health care, your bank, the banking, everything, the system. And, and I tell people, because... My mother's side were from Ukraine, which um, is a part uh-huh. of uh, Russia, was. And um, when, um, you know, when it was totally communist, there was no, you went to a market, there was no choice on, on the shelf if, if they even had food there. Um, the shelves were mostly right. empty, you know, and you had to either wait on a very long line just to get milk, okay, or you didn't get it, right? You know that because the communists took over the uh, the economy there. You know the the gas, everything, the gas and and healthcare and everything, and and you just sat and waited in line, and and if you didn't get there in time, you weren't served. You know that, that's how these people are. But yes. um, it's it's very very interesting um, what you just said. Um, so, Cisco, where do you see the, the Democrats going after they uh, after well, Trump was um, acquitted? I think at this point, uh, there's going to be it's, it's going to be an uphill battle um, in regards to the primary for the Democrats. I I think they they're counting on on, and I can guarantee you they're counting on rigging the the uh, election in November. I mean, they're going to do their best. Because none of those candidates, I don't care if it's Michael Bloomberg, Bernie Sanders, none of them are going to be able to match up 
with Trump, President Trump. Uh, and I'm talking about President Trump and his staff and his campaign. They're going to expose the Bernie Sanders of the world, the Mike Bloomberg of the world, to the T. I mean, I, I can already see, I can see commercials portraying Bernie Sanders, the multimillionaire, the 1% who never really does anything. You know, he's been in public. He's been in, 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 in politics for so many years. He's never worked in the corporate environment. He's never been, you know, he's never had a business. But this man is a multimillionaire. Well, how has he made mm-hmm. his money? He's made his money off the taxpayers. Okay, I can see that. Right. Michael Bloomberg, Michael Bloomberg, billionaire and everything, pours money into uh, for because you know he 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 wants to be a force in the anti-gun uh, lobby, uh, but he was pre- uh, Michael Bloomberg was the one who initiated the the frisk uh, the stop and frisk in New York City, and who who were they frisking? People of colors. Okay, I can see right. that a commercial. You know the hypocrisy. He's for the people of color, but and mm-hmm. Trump is a racist. But look at what he was doing. He was frisking. He implemented mm-hmm. the stop and frisk. In 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 uh, Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth Warren says that she's for you know free uh, education for everyone and everything. But then, you know, she basically got onto Harvard portraying that she was a Native American when she doesn't have a Native American in her blood at all. I can right. see whoever, whoever goes up against Trump, it's going, they're going to have a very, very hard time because they're going to be exposed. Joe Biden, oh, this is, this is going to be – I will pay any type of money, whatever money that I can afford – to watch Joe Biden go up against President Trump because he, they're going to expose that he touches little girls. Well, there was an example a, a week and a half ago, or a week. He he kissed his granddaughter in the lips during a campaign <laughs> event in Iowa. I mean, this is a man that has been known to be touching little kids and little, you know, uh, all over. And they have videos on it. I mean, he's a very sick man. Uh, Here, here's the thing: what we got to watch out, right? What what, what we got to watch out for is number one, the voter rolls. Okay. Um, I, I mean, I know there's good groups over here trying to work on cleaning up the the voter rolls and kicking out those who are not supposed to be voting or voting two and three times. But it's taking a yes. lot of effort to do. Yes. So that That's true. that needs to be called out, and and uh, y- you know, so so all the people don't vote two and three times. Um, so yeah, I mean that is a huge problem that, that we have to. Yes, and then the corruption associated with it, definitely. Um, you know, you don't know. I mean. Sometimes even the voting machine, you press the lever for your candidate and it comes out for the other guy. I've seen that happen. We've had that happen over here well, in Princeton. So you've got to watch out for, yeah. for the fraud. In it. Yeah, I mean, it, it, this whole thing with the, uh, the, the Voter ID Act that a lot of the Democrats and, and socialists are opposed to it, they're opposed to it because they're accustomed to cheating. And, and 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 that's how the Democratic Party has been. They 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 they've cheated forever. And here comes Trump, who was a Democrat in New York for a long time, and he understands mm-hmm. and knows who the Democrats are, and he's calling them out. Mm-hmm. And, and and that's the reason it's like they had they they were basically Doreen. They were basically trying this whole impeachment. Process Russian collusion. They were trying to cover mm-hmm. themselves because the whole they were the ones involved in doing it. Mm-hmm. It was about them. 
there was about mm-hmm. them, but they were trying to pass it on to uh, so everyone can see that it was Trump that was the corrupt, but they were protecting themselves. They were covering. Adam Schiff just basically was covering for Hillary Clinton, John Kerry, and Barack Obama. That was the whole uh, impeachment right. process. Yep, that's right. So my next question is, do you think that those guys will get caught? I think once President Trump gets reelected, that's when people are going to get indicted. Uh, Trump is not going to care. So I believe that he is going to go full force after he gets reelected. Um, he, people have asked me, how come he hasn't gotten after it? Him and William Barr are waiting until they get reelected. And once the, uh, Trump gets reelected, I have a funny feeling that he is going to go, he's going to, he's going to tell Barr, now you can go for them. So. Okay. So, uh, okay. So I'm, I'm going to (laughs) pray. Because I hope you're right. I think a lot of people want to see them in jail, and, and even in oh, yeah. uh, Hillary yeah. Clinton, of course. Um, the lock oh. her up thing. People want to see her in jail too. Again, again, that's what I, that, uh, what I just said before is the reason this whole impeachment was created, in my opinion, was basically to cover oh, and protect. Is it was a distraction yeah. to cover their own corruption? That they were involved in 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 in, in, in the Ukraine and Russia. I don't know if you recall. In 2012, mm-hmm. Obama had his microphone, and he he didn't turn it off, and he was sitting there with Dmitry Medvedev. Dmitry Medvedev was the former president of Russia, and he said to. Okay. Um, he said to Medved, tell Vladimir, tell Vladimir that if I get reelected, I'm going to be more flexible. I don't know if you recall that. Yes, and if I not, do. I'll send you, if not, I'll send you the, the video. Democrats have been working with okay. the Russians forever. The Russians, I mean, the, the Democrats oh, have know, been working I with I know people. that. Yeah, so... What yep. did they come around? They, I mean, they did it. They did it in a clever way, and, and it fooled a lot of people. It didn't fool me, because I remember that they. I remember that conversation with the Russians, you know, uh, with Obama. They were trying to. They, they had to come up with a scheme how to put all that corruption scandals on Trump instead of them. Yes. They they uh, wanted to, to deflect the attention. Exactly. And exactly. Yeah. Yes. And they wanted to have the, they wanted to have the insurance policy. Yeah, I mean, so it, 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 it basically in the likely event that Trump got elected, <laughs> and that was the insurance policy. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, it it, it, it happened. And basically, um, they know that they know that their game is is, is over with uh, with with Trump there. So what do they say? Well, we, we can't beat Trump in 2020 because so we, we you know you go to his rallies, you go to his rallies, and there there there's over a hundred thousand people there. You go to a Joe Biden rally, and there's ten people there. You go to yes. you know it's like. <laughs> So, you yep. know, it's like, wait no, a minute. I, I, I know. So, so, um, so yeah. All right. So we, we're on the ground again, guys. Um, we're back on the air. We're on Thursday night. And um, Cisco, do you want to do a closer? Yeah, definitely. Uh, well, this, this okay, whole uh, State of the Union, State of the Union was very fascinating Uh Number one, I was happy that Trump did not shake Nancy P. Brain Pelosi's hand. Number two, it showed uh, who Nancy Pelosi 
truly is when she ripped the whole speech. Number three, the Democratic Party again showed their true colors when they did not applaud with a little girl that was basically getting a scholarship. Okay? And that should tell everyone what the Democratic Party is all about. Good night. Yep. Good night, folks, and we'll see you next week. Thanks. All right. Bye. You're welcome.